Welcome to the Humble Hoof Podcast. My name is Alicia Harlov. This is a podcast for both horse owners and hoof care professionals, offering discussions into various philosophies on the health of the hoof and soundness of your horse. Please check us out on Facebook or at thehumblehoof.com. I just want to say that I feel a little bit weird asking you some of these questions because you basically helped me come up with these questions. So it's kind of funny asking <laughs> you your own questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I didn't think this podcast would really become a reality because I didn't think that I could find anyone as interested in talking hooves as I am. And it just so happened that my friend Casey, uh, the one who helped me with the interview questions, posted on the Hoof Rehab Help Facebook group asking about horse podcasts, and the idea started to gain traction. So here we are. I even convinced some owners and hoof care providers to answer some questions about why a hoof care podcast might be helpful. But you can say your name and your current yeah. line of work. Okay. Uh, my name is Nicole Morse, and I am a professional farrier. So why don't we start with, um, if you could tell me your name and how you're currently involved in hoof care. Okay. It's Jan Hester, and I'm currently a natural hoof care barefoot um, specialist and um, been doing just the barefoot for about 12 years. So my name is Kaylee Tanzi, and I have one horse, so I'm just a horse owner. Uh, my name is Cindy Quack, uh, and I don't actually own uh, the horses myself, but I uh, have uh, had two horses on part lease over the, over the past four or five years. Sure. My name is Tasha Dragnich, and I am an owner of three barefoot thoroughbreds. All right. My name is Meg Francoeur, and I'm a professional barefoot trimmer. And I've been doing it professionally for about 13 years. So why don't you start, um, tell us your name and if you're an owner or hoof care provider. So my name is Allie and I am an owner and I provide hoof care to my own horses. So. Okay. My name is Mary Gilbert and I am a horse owner. I have three horses, one that's had navicular problems, all are barefoot. Uh, my name is Hannah Croto. Uh, I'm an owner and horse trainer in Maine. I am mainly at a Beltane farm as an assistant trainer, but I travel all over as a freelance trainer for my own business, Hannah Croto Dressage LLC. Okay. Um, my name is Casey Hester Sexton, um, and I've been a professional barefoot trimmer for just a little over one year. I wanted a podcast that would reach owners and professionals and hopefully encourage both, which in turn ideally helps more horses. As a hoof care provider, I think I can speak for all of us when I say we are passionate about helping horses. I don't think we would be in this profession if we weren't. What is your favorite part of being a farrier? I really enjoy having the opportunity to make a difference in an animal's life, even if it's in a small way. Um, that's something that I've always been passionate about since I was a kid. Um, helping animals is a really important part of my life. Most of us know the saying, no hoof, no horse. We know hoof health is important, so why not spend more time talking about it? And how important is hoof health to you? I think it is incredibly important um, because we've seen so many horses turn around with the hoof care improvement and we've seen horses also 
uh, go downhill when they have poor hooves or poor hoof balance? It's super important, right? Um, I think that as horse owners, we are our horses only advocates and we really have to put in the time and the research and making sure that we do the best things for them and, and make the best decisions for them. So it's really important to me that I am doing that for my horses. So I would say when I first got into horses, it really wasn't on my mind. But after some experiences with horse, um, like hoof health with the horses that I have owned and having issues, I would say that I definitely invested more in getting educated and kind of learning more about it so I could, you know, be an educated horse owner. Yeah, I always feel like there's an event that happens that makes us all sort of, you know, invest yeah, well, more when into I was. Yeah, when I was younger, I I can't even remember really looking at, you know, the horses I used to lease, their feet, or even really remembering if they had two shoes or barefoot or if they had all four. It just wasn't something that I thought of. I basically only knew if they had shoes, so I would know if they threw one when I was picking them before I rode them. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same way. As an owner, when my horse came up lame, I felt helpless. It felt like I had a million people telling me a dozen different directions to go and I had no real discernment to know which way was right. And it took a lot of trial and error to start my learning. I was really lucky to have a few farriers and trimmers in my area that came alongside me to help me grow and learn, but I know not everyone has that. So I really wanted a podcast that would help educate owners to feel more empowered to uh, help their horses when they notice there's some hoof issues going on. My horse had some issues getting, you know, hot nailed and quite quite frequently. Um, so, it, and that that was very nerve wracking to me because I didn't have a, a good knowledge at that point. You know, I hired a professional to deal with it, and I feel like that's a big thing in the industry with horse owners and horse trainers. It's the farrier's job, and we don't know much. Um, so, yeah. A lot of the problem that we have is not so much like, you know. Some people are barefoot and some people are like pro shoes. It's just that like there's this just whole lack of basic hoof knowledge. Yeah. Which is so frustrating. Like it's just becoming more and more frustrating for me. Before you started, you know, helping out in between fairy visits and doing touch up trims, uh, what were some of your worries or frustrations that you had in hoof care? You know, just being somebody who leased the horses and couldn't have full control over their feet. Um, I, I think a lot of horse owners here uh, or riders would just leave it to the farrier because um, to them, it's quite a, uh, an area of like specialist knowledge and um, they would just leave it to the professional. Um, but also, I, I do find now that I've started to get more involved that my farrier is actually quite open about it and he's appreciative because horse maintenance or hoof health doesn't come down to just like a one-day visit out of a month of whether it's four weeks or six weeks or five weeks. I think it's something that has to be looked at much more regularly. I mean, preferably every day. Um, so I think that's something, you know, that the perspective like needs to change here. We know there are a lot of factors that affect hoof health, but are we as hoof care providers talking to owners about them? Are owners aware of how much they can affect the health of their horse's feet? I think that if we got the conversation going, we could see a lot of improvement in our horse's health and soundness. So if you could make one 
statement to horse owners regarding feet, what would it be? I know that's a hard one because there's so many things that I would say that 99% of your problems could be solved if you could tweak the diet properly. And do you know of any factors that affect hoof health? Um, well, there's the, the things that I've mainly been really concentrating on. I know with mine are, um, let me see, <laughs> diet has been of great importance and movement. I've noticed that when my horses are moving out, I'm very fortunate to have a big area they can move out in. Yeah. And actually that's a perfect segue into my next question. Uh, you just touched on this a little bit, but what are some factors that you see affecting hoof health? Yeah. I mean, as we both know, diet is the big, the big blaring one. And, and of course the length between trims for sure. Um, your way of keeping your horse keeping skills too, you know, whether they're on a wonderful paddock paradise or in a big old soggy wet pasture, but, um, I would say those three for sure. So if you were talking to a client and you could make one blanket statement to them, to a horse owner regarding feet, what would you say? I guess I would just say keep an open mind um, and be willing to do your own research and have lots of conversations and grow with your farrier <laughs> you, you know I think when they're when we're a good match and a good um, team the horse just uh, tends to do a lot better in those types of situations so before I venture into the podcast world I just had one question to ask everyone um, I actually only have one more question and feel free to be totally honest with this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> would you listen to a hoof care podcast? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for one, so I would definitely, definitely listen to one. I think that it would be a really great resource for owners and it kind of bridges that I, well, I feel like it would bridge that gap. Like we don't all as owners get to go around asking various hoof care professionals their their insight or or whatnot and so I think that it would be a really great resource for for owners would you listen to a hoof care podcast absolutely <laughs> I would love to okay um, would you listen to a hoof care podcast oh yes I would <laughs> All right. yes I definitely would and my last question is would you listen to a hoof care podcast Absolutely, of course. <laughs> Aren't we all, you know, hoof obsessed? And that's how we all kind of like got into this thing. And yeah, I totally see this, uh, you know, gaining traction. Yeah. So I hope you stick around and learn about hoof health with us. I always say that I'm slightly more hoof obsessed than the average person. And chances are, if you're listening to a hoof care podcast, you are too. So we should probably be friends. Feel free to find me on Facebook or email me at thehumblehoof at gmail.com.